I remember me and the sister talked about it this week. We think we're helping somebody, and all the time Satan is setting a trap for us. I watched it, and I can probably call his name because me and him talked, T.R. Freeman. And I prayed with him in the parking lot. He, he, he had been in church several years, and I prayed with him in the parking lot of the Department of Transportation right beside the gas pumps. He'd come in in such a condition that he was getting ready to, to kill himself. Suicide was on his mind. And I'd warned him. I, I said, you can't, you're not winning this woman to the Lord. She's winning you. She's winning you. He'll tell you. I told him this. I said, God has showed me to tell you, and I told him. And the next few weeks there we were in a parking lot praying. I'm glad he's in church now. Praise the Lord. God forgave him. And he's in church, and he didn't take his life. God spared him. And he's in church now. Praise the Lord. But neighbor, how we think we're doing good, and Satan's taking us down a road. I'm going to tell you, America's deceived. Somehow or other, I don't know how, the majority is bound to put these that we've got in the White House in there today. Man, it's sad because we were deceived, because we didn't listen to God. If we prayed through, there's pastors standing behind the pulpit all over the land that God didn't call. Honey, they were put in by man, amen, and they're led by Satan, and they're taking people into destruction. This ain't popular. This ain't a shouting message. Fifth chapter of 1 Corinthians. It is reported commonly, poor Paul laying there in prison and he heard the message. It's reported commonly that there's fornication among you. And such fornication is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. He was talking to the Jews here and in, in Corinthians, and he was talking to them, and he said, the sinners, the Gentiles, this is not even mentioned among the Gentiles. And can I tell you, there's things happening in our churches today that's not even mentioned among the sinners. Things, things that, that's going on because we know better, and Satan is fighting us. Satan's not fighting the sinner. He's done got the sinner. Satan is trying to tear down the church. And ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that hath done that deed might be taken away from among you. He, he said, we're just puffed up and we've not mourned and cried over the fornication that's happening in our land today. We're not concerned if it don't come to my little girl or my little boy. We're not concerned enough to mourn about it. We're just puffed up and we go on and let this thing happen. The Bible said that they need to be taken away, taken away out of you. But today we're making excuses. Uh, the old boy, the reason he's a drunk, amen, he just got a weakness uh, and he can't help going out and getting drunk. Let me tell you something. I had a weakness, glory to God, in 1968 and God took alcohol away from me, amen, and I'm still 
sober today. Praise the name of Jesus. So I can't understand the weakness part of mankind. The weakness is that we don't have enough of the Lord Jesus Christ to, to lift us up and to pick us up and to take care of us. We're not fully dedicated to the house of God, not fully dedicated to Almighty God. I'm going to tell you, Henry needs our prayers today. When we get down and out of heart and we're not able to pray ourselves, Roger, several weeks, Roger and Veer needed our prayers. They couldn't do it themselves. And part of the time Roger was sickness was I wasn't in his right mind. Honey, we needed each other, glory to God, to lift them up. And you may be the next one that's down, or I may be the next one, but we need a strong church with the power of God in it. Amen. To pray down some of these evil spirits that's moving in our houses and moving in our sickness and the troubles in our home. We need each other today. Can I tell you, I need you today, glory to God. I need to see your faces. I don't don't need a heart broke where you've run here and run yonder I, I trying to find a place to worship glory to God honey I need you here to help us uh, uh, fight the battle against Satan it's real today it's real and he said instead of mourning instead of crying and seeing one that has fell away instead of that we're just puffed up and we go on I'm glad there's forgiveness don't you get me wrong for one minute as I preach this don't you get me wrong. There's forgiveness in Jesus. But can I tell you something? I can't get forgiveness for you. You have got to come back to the Lord. Wherever you strayed from, you've got to come back from the Lord. And I guess there's been confusion in the Scripture for a long time in, in man's mind. But I believe God has showed us what He wants us to have in this Scripture today. And the third verse, He said, For I verily am absent in the body, but present in spirit. So Paul couldn't be there. He was locked up in prison. But he had went by and established a church there in Corinth. And he got word that there was fornication. There was trouble in the church. And his heart was broken. He said, For verily as absent in the body but present in the spirit, I have judged already as though I were present concerning him that hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together and my spirit with thee, with the power of our with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, listen to this fifth verse, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh that he, the spirit may be saved in the day of our Lord Jesus. Honey, I want us to get what this is saying today. Honey, and, and it said plainly that we need, need to have the Spirit of God with us and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we need to come together, honey, in one mind and one accord. And when fornication is brought out in our church, we need to pray about this thing. And the Bible tells me to quit having fellowship with sin. Quit patting them on the back and saying everything is all right. We need to tell them the truth, glory to God. If you repent, God will forgive you. If you want to continue in sin, amen, you're no part of us. The Bible, and I'll read it to you in a minute there, the Bible tells us not to even eat with them. I want us to get what we're saying today. I believe that we're helping lead people into destruction by 
by patting their sin on the back, honey. Sin is still sin. I don't care what you name it, who you call it, or whose family it's in. A sin is still sin. Amen. And we can't pat it on the back. Wrong is still wrong, honey. And if people wants to run because you've preached the word of God, if the church wants to run here and run yonder because you've preached the word of God, I'm going to tell you, honey, Satan has moved in on this corona bit and got people's mind uh, uh, drunken without alcohol. Uh, it's got us afraid. It's changed their mind. The high gas prices changes our mind. The first thing we know, I've never been an ill-natured person, uh, but lately I'd like to just fly mad. I'd like to just get aggravated and throw in the towel on so many things. But it's the spirit that has come in that's in our land today. The brother uh, stood and told what God had done for him, uh, uh, but it's different now than it was at the time that we got saved because people are not joining together. Uh, uh, there's fornication among us. Uh, adultery is all right. We can do what we want to. Uh, I thought about there's very few people uh, uh, that are church members could hold a job if they wasn't no more faithful uh, uh, to the house of God and their job than they are the house of God. There's very few people that's totally faithful to the house of God. Uh, we'll uplift the name of everything else, uh, but we won't uplift the greatness of Almighty God. We won't go tell what a service we had today and went down to the creek and was baptized. Uh, and there's several saved and some joined the church and the power of God come down. Uh, a fornication that has no room for us as children of Almighty God. Think where we're at today. The definition of fornication is sex without marriage. And what has come out of Hollywood in the last 40, 50 years? Movie after movie. Pornography on every shelf. We're teaching our kids it's all right. And we've come on down to the place now we're sitting watching TV and we're teaching our kids it's all right for a man to kiss a man. It's all right for a woman to marry a woman. It's all right to do all these things. And we're not coming against it. Amen. If a preacher preaches and says, we got children in this congregation, so you don't need to preach anything about that. But it's all right to sit and watch it on TV. Amen. You know who we turn against? The man of God. You know who we turn against? Is the Word of God. Amen. The Word of God. The evangelist. I've watched the evangelist. He, he eventually preaches what will soothe the people. I'm going to tell you, honey, an old-time preacher, a, a pastor, glory to God, that cares about you will preach the Word of God. There's a separation between church and the world. Amen. Let me read it to you. To deliver such a one into Satan for the destruction of the flesh. If I delivered you into unto destruction, into Satan for destruction of the flesh, and what that's saying is bringing you under shame. Let you know you're not a part of the family of God. Instead of trying to say everything is all right. It don't matter what you do, you've been saved and everything is all right. He said deliver them to Satan for destruction of the flesh. Can I tell you, if all of our sins was brought out and the church stood together under the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and the church come together and begin to bring out all of my sins 
I'd probably be so ashamed that I would get down behind the pulpit. I wouldn't get up here and try to preach. Think about it. But we said everything is all right. It's all right if, you don't, if you're not faithful to the church. It's all right if you're not faithful to your husband. If you're not faithful to your wife. It's all right. God's forgiven. God understands you're just flesh. God understands we're just flesh. But God don't understand how we can turn our back on the Lord once we've known the Lord and go back into sin. Let me read to you what the Word of God said. Your glowing is not good. Six first. Your glowing is not good. Know you not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven that ye may be a new lump. The Bible is telling us, Paul is telling us to purge out that old sin that's in us that will be a new lump. And I know the Lord forgave me of everything I'd ever done. In 1968, I started a life all over. I was born again, a child of the living God. But neighbor, the Word of God is telling me to move out the old lump, the old, old leaven that still wants to come back. The flesh, flesh is unruly member. The flesh comes against the Spirit of God. The flesh don't want to walk where God wants us to walk. The flesh is lazy. Larry said it this morning. He, he'd rather just lay at the house. The flesh don't want to do. The flesh would rather eat and just get back and do what it wants to do. But what does God want us to do? Jesus Christ walked every step that he might be glorified, that he might glorify us with sanctification and salvation from on high. The Lord didn't play no games. The Lord didn't beat around the bush. He walked the straight and narrow path. He said, Purge out therefore the old leaven that ye may be a new lump, that as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. So Christ is our, our, the, the sacrifice for all of our sins. So we're walking over the blood of Jesus Christ to satisfy our flesh, to walk where God don't want us to walk. And the children of Israel, I preached it Sunday after Sunday, 600,000 fell because they would not. They provoked against the Word of God. They provoked against Moses. They come against the Word of God. And they died in the wilderness and never got to cross over into the land flowing with milk and honey. He said, example to us, Jeremiah teaches all the way through of what a sad story it is. And they ended up down in Babylon in bondage and their temple tore down. And they moved out of their country and had to go under bondage because they wouldn't serve God. They wouldn't follow God. Yet here we sit in America and think that we can do what we want to do, walk where we want to walk. And God's going to forgive us and let us go right on. Amen. And commit fornication and commit adultery uh, and do all of these things right over and over and over and never punish America. America has got the backhand of God against us today because we've rebelled against the power of Almighty God. Honey, we're in trouble because we've backed up on God. We've not stood where God would have us to stand. Uh, we have took up for sin. We have justified sin. Instead of judging glory to God, we have justified uh, the sins of this world and we're in trouble today and he said therefore let us keep the feast not with old leaven neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness 
but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and fruit. So listen to us. It's the most spiteful time that I've ever seen. You know, it's even crossed my mind. God help me. I'd like to get even with them. I'm so tired of being treated this way. I, I, it's spiteful. Malice is what the Bible calls it. Let me go on. Ninth verse said, I wrote unto you in this epistle not to accompany with fornicators. <laughs> I'm preaching on who's your company. The Bible said, don't company with fornicators. Oh, but this is my little girl and this is my little boy. Don't company with fornicators. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. If I'd have just turned them over to Satan and quit spending money a long time ago to try to help them out of trouble and let God do the whipping, that's what the Bible teaches. Oh, but this is my little girl, and, and the Satan will say, I think this will be the time. If you'll help them now, I believe they'll pull out of it. I believe they'll pull out of it. They ain't going to pull out of it because you helped them. They're going to pull out of it because the Lord Jesus Christ and the church door is still open, and we're living right, and the power of God is still here with us. I don't even know them all. But I thank God for everyone ever invited me to church. The old Liberty Church, they knew how I grew up. I appreciate the old timers that's dead and gone on that prayed for this old man. I praise God for them that loved me, that cared about me, that testified to me. And it wasn't many at that time, I'll be honest with you. But the deacon that I bought liquor and sold to him, it was kind of hard for him to tell me how good God was. Hello? That's where we're at today. He said, I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world or with the covenants. I jotted down some of these things and wrote down a definition. Covenants for gain or desire To take care of self. We covet what another man's got. Said with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners. And I wrote down extortioners. To obtain by force. or threats to extract. Adultery, worship of idols. And you know, compared to today, in Corinth, they had few idols compared to what we got today. If I ain't careful, I'll let my old pickup. 
become an idol to me. And I've not, not lately, but I've been to car shows. And they rub on them. I talked to a man had a 66 Chevrolet over on the street and talked to him about his truck. How much we love our truck. How much we love our race car. How much we love our camper. Our motorcycle. I live up there in the Low Gap Mountains. And I can hear sometimes, it sounds like 15 or 20, rumbling up the mountain. Oh, how we can get together and ride. So many of us not giving God praise for what he's given to us. And then must you need to be of the word. Extortioners are with adulterers. For then must you need to go out of the world. So if we, the, the, listen closely to what this Word of God is saying. If, if we, we can't dodge this, uh, we've got to go to Walmart, and I've got to stop at the service stations, and I don't even know a service station that don't sell beer no more. I've got to be around people there, and this is what the Word of God is saying. The Word of God ain't crazy. Paul was writing it down, said, we've got, we've got to go there. We've got to go to these places. But now I have written unto you, not to keep company if any man that is called a brother. That separates it right there. He said, any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covenant or adulterer or a railer. I wrote down the message here of railer to, to utter abuse. Bad language or, or proud or haughty. Rudeness or arrogancy. Neighbor, can I tell you something? There's a bunch of smart addicts out there today. Y'all say, Bill, you one of them. You one of them. The Bible says don't have no company with me if I'm a smart addict. That's what the Bible says. He said, or a drunkard. Or a drunkard. I put some things to the test right lately that the Word of God says. Mm. I won't even go there. But a brother that's a drunkard, and we still say, well, you all right? And I know that the house of God is the place for them. And the churches have got so low that, that we, we don't have enough teachers we don't have enough song leaders. Just by coincidence, Wednesday night with four song leaders, and we didn't have no song leaders. That, that's just how it happens. It just, just happens that way. So we'll just go ahead and put in somebody else. He does drink a little. Just a beer now and then the doctor told him to for his kidneys. <laughs> Hello? We think more of our flesh than we do God. Every one of us, and I got a doctor's appointment this week, this coming week, hip x-ray. We take better care of our body. I'll drive all the way to Winston just, 
just to see a good doctor to get my x-ray, hopefully that I'll be better. But what am I giving God? What am I giving God? Maybe I've decided over the years, the less company that we keep, the better off we are. The more we can stay in the Word of God and pray and do what God wants us to do. I remember a deacon, a deacon that used to be in this church. He's dead now. Deacon used to be in this church, and I remember he was in the wrong company, standing in the wrong place in an old garage, and they were passing a half a gallon jug of white liquor around. He was out of heart, discouraged, some things wasn't going right, and he turned it up. And it caused total destruction over the years before he passed in his family. Not with just him, but his wife, his children, everybody that loved him, everybody that knew him. And then we make excuses. And he said, well, I'm old Baptist. Just whatever will be, will be. That ain't Bible. Railers are drunkards or extortioners with such and one know not to eat. We need to be careful who we take out to eat. I've thought about it. If if I if I never drank to one of them, and it just happened that Murray was in food line and I was in food line, and Murray seen me lay a six pack or nine pack, ever how they come now, they look bigger than they used to to me. And she seen me lay it up, even though I wasn't buying it for me. What would she think? Every time I preached against drunks, she'd think, how can he preach against that? And he does it. That's what I'm saying. People are, are looking at us. Man, your name is Cockham. Is that right? Yeah, amen. I woke up this week, had three bananas and a pack of grapes for the grandbaby. Fort Rotten. She said, you look familiar. I thought, I've never seen you. She said, are you Bill Sperling? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you still having a baptizing Sunday? I told church this Wednesday night. I said, yeah. She said, I listen online. She said, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. And I thought about, what if I'd have said, mm, this is too high for them grapes. You sure your scales is right? I ain't a paying for that. Instead of that, she said, you got a card? I said, no. She said, I'll take care of it. Caught me in a good day. How about it, church? The brother said, and another one said, my job is overloading me. Sometimes our family is overloading us. I've been there. 
Our job overloads us. Our, our, our bills sometimes overloads us. It's the quietest church I've ever been in right lately. I had boys shouting up there in the altar up there behind the house this week. Amen. This is three messages for the church to straighten up. He said, with such a one not to eat, for what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not ye judge them that are within? What does the Bible say? The Bible said for us to keep our church clean. Keep our church clean. The Bible said in Matthew, if a brother is disorderly for us to go talk to him, if he won't straighten up, take two or three more with him. And the Bible said if he won't straighten up, take it before the church. That's the Word of God. But we got so soft. It's all right to do what we want to do. But them that are without, God judges. The world, God is judging. Therefore, put away from among yourself that wicked person. If they call you a judge, we got the word of God to go by. Let me jump over into six, and I promise you I'll quit. Six chapter. Let me find my place. need to read a whole lot of this. Let me just read it, not, not preach on it, just read it. Sixth chapter and the ninth verse. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, and effeminate, that's uh, womanish, effeminate, I guess the way you say it, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Abusers of themselves with mankind, they're not going to heaven is what the Word of God said. Oh, but they're saved and going to Baptist church and some of them are Catholic, but they ain't going is what the Bible said. Amen. Nor thieves, nor covenants, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. So the Bible just has told us over there in the fifth chapter, amen, for us to call them out, us to not, those that are brothers, those that say they're brothers, if they're into this stuff, they'll tell you once you've been saved you can't sin. That ain't what the Bible said. It said for us to call them out. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are, uh, are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. 13th verse, meat for the belly and belly for the meat. But God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and for the Lord, and for the body. 14. And God hath both raised up the Lord, and will also raise up us 
by his own power. Know ye not that your body are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined unto a harlot is one body? For two saith, he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What know ye not? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not your own. So who do we company with? For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. May God add a blessing to his holy word. Let me jump. I need to read something else. And what concord hath Christ with Belial, and what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? And he, well, you just said it, our body is the temple of God. For ye are the temple of the living God, for God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. Let me read that again. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Sin ain't going to enter in. I don't care. Get us a song, brother. Where'd our song leader go? Sister, get us a song. Invitation. I'd like to tell you as I preach this today, I've been a young Christian. I've been through all of them roads that you younger Christians are going through today. I've seen the things that hurt me. I still ain't got it all whipped. But I've seen the things that helped me to grow. I've seen the things that I could lay down that I one time after I saved held on to. But I've seen if I can lay them down, I'd be closer to God. And I thought I could have a little of the world and a little of the church, a little of Jesus, and still get by. But time and old age, nearing the portals of glory, time has about run out. I've seen how many times this old boy's been deceived. How many times I thought I was right and God showed me I was wrong. Never been out of church in 54 years, but I'm going to tell you something, I ain't always been right. Anything that you can put aside, 
Anything you can put aside. I've tried to stay out of the things of the world. I've tried to be careful where I went. And there's so much to look at today. It's all I can do to keep my head above water. Stand, if you will. Come as God speaks to our heart.